Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Essentially Blue podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. Today I'm joined by a few brilliant people, a few amazing guests. Um, I'm joined by Judah, making his debut on the podcast today. And I'm joined by returning guest Emmanuel. Good to have you guys, man. Yo, it's been a crazy couple of weeks at the club. Crazy couple of days at the club, really. Like, this week especially has been crazy. But guess what? Despite all things, we keep winning. So guys, we're going to reflect on the sanctions. We're going to reflect on Norwich game. We're going to reflect on Newcastle game that happened today. And we're going to do a preview of the Lille match coming up on Wednesday. So yeah, hopefully we, we win and progress into the um, last eight. So we'll be talking about who will possibly get in the last eight as well. So yeah, I should make a fun conversation. And yeah, just a little shout out. Ubi, happy birthday, man. If you listen to this, happy birthday. I hope you're good. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Cheers, bro. Yeah, let's get into it. Judah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm a good one. I mean, I'm actually buzzing to be here. And I mean, happy days, man. Like, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's start with the Norwich game then. Well, what do you think about the match? What was your... What was, like, who was man of the match for you and the moment of the match? Um, Man of the match for the Norwich game, I guess mm-hmm. um, I'll go with probably... Mm, Kai Havertz, I would say probably Kai Havertz because you know mm. he had he had a good game, like he had a good game all around, and he scored like the the last goal in it. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll say Kai Havertz, and I would just like to say um the Norwich game, I think we started like really well. You know the um what's it called Chaloba's goal from the corner, and yeah, so from there we eat stuff well, and then second half they changed formation, and you know they gained confidence and you know started um probing and pressing Chelsea more and we considered I think it was um, a penalty right so yeah yeah we yeah, did yeah. A penalty, yeah. yeah yeah so but um I mean all in all it was kind of a fair game so yeah so days, what but, moment what moment stood out for you in the match um I guess I would say the the Avats goal because I mean it was it was a brilliant finish, man. Like I I absolutely enjoyed the finish. So um yeah, I would I would say that's the moment that stood out for me. The the Avats goal. Manuel, what do you think? Who was your man of the match? I'll go for Messi Mount. Messi Mount? Yeah, yeah. Like the way he really uh, received the ball and like controlled it before scoring. That was a great moment for me. I really enjoyed that tactic that he used over there. So yes, and the corner from uh, the corner that this guy scored, the delivery Messi Mount put up, it was very very fantastic. So Messi Mount, I would say, is my man of the match, and his goal is the moment for me. So and 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 the time he kissed the bat, look at this time that we, in which we are. And he scored and like to kiss the bat to show his love for the club. Yeah, it was a great moment for me. Yeah, I mean that that's that's fair actually because um I I mean I think he put us in, he put on a decent shift. It's not like he he played bad, but yeah, I mean probably probably between both of them. He was pressing as well. Like any ball he gets, yeah, once yeah. He I mean no, nah, I mean that's a constant in it. Like I mean anytime you you see Mount on the field, you know he's he's always pressing like you know with energy and passion and you know like he's always everywhere yeah it was incredible yeah yeah oh who was the man of the match then man of the match do you remember who was the man of the match i think it was missing on daddy mm, fair enough fair enough so yeah let's talk about so you after that norwich yeah what do you say like what about you was your man of the match and oh man, was... for me my man of the match i'll probably say tiago silva 
I mean, he really puts yeah. in a good shift. The man, the man <laughs> is very, very incredible at the back. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you play with Miss, uh, this guy, uh, Thiago Silva and Kovacic, like, the game is different. It's different. I, I love that man. Yeah. I agree. And then, how do I say, the moment of the match for me was when Ruben, when Ruben Loftus-Cheek came on. Like, it became evident that when he came on, like, you could see how Norwich were growing into the match. So it wasn't really a good moment for me, but it was the moment that stood out most for me. But Havertz, Havertz's goal too, was really good as well. I was happy for him because I wanted him to score because I know Lukaku was benched. So I guess for vindication, it would be nice if Havertz keeps scoring. So, But we'll get into it. No, we'll get into today's match particularly. Yeah, but that was a Norwich match. I think that's the main reason why I said, you know, Havertz's goal was like the, the moment, the moment of the game for me. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, Props to um Love to Speak as well. I don't know if you can remember <laughs> the before the penalty, like no, like after um what's his name? Um Shaloba did the foul. You know, there was a yeah. dribble he made. There was like there was like a dribble he made that he, mm-hmm. you know, dribbled the the Norwich player and I was like, Wow. <laughs> I was like, what what a disrespect, <laughs> you know. But, but yeah, so you big ups to him, like I mean yeah. Yeah, it did well, it did well. Yeah, it did. Well. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, it was a nice match. I mean, in regards to the match, right? So the build-up of the match was the whole sanction, and I think that day, that morning, Abramovich got sanctioned. So, Manolo's yeah. reaction to the sanction. I was very, very sad the whole day. Very moody. I wasn't happy yeah. at all. I think I saw your tweets. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, the UK government is not being fair with him. I don't know. Mm. Just because you have a relationship with someone, you have to suffer for all these penalties that you don't even deserve. It was mm-hmm. really, really sad. It was really, really sad for me. I mean, that day was just crazy. Like, in the morning, I just saw a yeah. newsletter, Abramovich sanction. Next thing I saw, Chelsea, Chelsea's accounts are frozen. But um, Judah, what do you think? What was your reaction yeah. when you heard Abramovich was sanctioned? What were you? What, were you? <laughs> what was your reaction? Uh, um, my first reaction was, like, I wasn't actually surprised because... Um, mm-hmm. I mean, t- to be fair, I think we all knew it was coming. <laughs> like, <laughs> we all knew it was coming one way or the other. And mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't surprised that, you know, the, the kind of um, sanction it was and, you know, the steps they were taking. But I also didn't read too much into it because, um, you know, media always, media always, they do this, actually media in the UK, they do this thing whereby they um, take advantage of every little, um, you know, situation on or whatever is going on in any club they, they, they take mm-hmm. advantage of it and um try and say say the stuff that they know people want to hear and like the stuff that they know will bring in more traffic you know so yeah. i mean yeah. i didn't really read too much into it and accept the official statement by chelsea football club saying you know that the club has a section and this and that and i mean yeah that was all yeah. Uh, again, I'm trying to make the episode as less political as possible. But what do you have yeah. to, what do you say to people who say in the MPs there are lots of like Arsenal fans and non-Chelsea fans, like n- Chelsea haters rather in the Parliament, yeah. UK Parliament? What do you have to say to that? Like, oh, that they are saying that there are a lot of people that hate Chelsea in the Parliament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't know how true that is, but I mean, certainly, <laughs> certainly, it it looks that way in it. <laughs> The, the UK government, they have this, um, they're fond of this, and um, you know, um, I mean, it's not the first time they've tried to, you know, go at um, Abramovich. So, I mean, mm. all this just feels like it's they, they, it's kind of, you know, um, 
they saw an opportunity and they decided to seize it you know like because all this why they've not they've not been genuinely happy with <laughs> with Chelsea and our success you know because mm-hmm. um in the UK yeah there's this the two main clubs like whether we like it or not is United and Liverpool and yeah one and like everywhere you go you that, those are the fans that you see almost like every part of UK that you go so i mean they're not really happy that you know Chelsea was getting to that stage and you know Abraham which was the one that made that possible so i mean there's always been that um hatred and jealousy you know of of chelsea as a football club so that's why when when this whole um sanction the sanction that and everything started i wasn't like you know really surprised i was just like well they've seen an opportunity and they've decided to take it and they were just you know taking everything overboard well i mean it is what it is like we continue to live like (laughs) it's not going to be the end chelsea i i i think it was horrible like that day especially yeah. like the whole but manuel what do you have to say to all this the journalism like i don't know if you came across all the news articles that are coming out that day and then jamie carrier in that um my man you should go for my should go for tuku what do you think? i don't even know i don't i don't even know if it was a planned thing that they are doing to <laughs> this base and this thing or oh, i don't know it was just I don't, I don't, yeah i don't know what they were trying to do so like I don't know if it's a planting. They hate, they hate for Chelsea is too much. Mm-hmm. A club is going through some difficulty, and you are there encouraging another team to go for their manager. Aha, how, mm-hmm. how? How? I know, right? No, I was no, just, no one does I was that. so annoyed. I was, as in, I don't no remember last time I was that annoyed. I was so annoyed. I don't know, like, Judah, what was the reaction to Carrigan? They, they should keep tapping. They should keep tapping Tukio. They should keep tapping him, like, to change his mind. And Tuko, if you see his reactions, he's not ready. He's not ready to mm-hmm. reach us. And he's happy. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of manager and like owner that we need. Look at Abramovic uh, too. He's a good owner. And we have Thomas Tuko as our manager. He's an elite man. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. I agree. But I don't know, Judah, what's your reaction to the journalism and the hypocrisy coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I was about to say, um, you know, when I first started, when you asked the question, I said the first thing I said was like, um, take everything with a with a pinch of salt. Like, not everything you read in the media is true. That's one, and not everything you, and not everything you you um, like you come across is actually like not everyone wants what is best for the club. So some people will just go out of their way to you know say what is not and you know just say all sort of horrible things and <laughs> bring out some sort of horrible facts that that are nowhere to be you know found or to be placed and you know just and paint abramovich evil or you know just paint the club evil and i mean they were even i also i was seeing stuff like um the government tried to threatening chelsea fans not to sing abramovich name and like like are you guys like you have to go this far just because you you ate someone and you don't just want him in your country or something like i mean the, the hate is real man but yeah it is what and and about um karaga or what's his name i never liked him but like about about him saying um to that um united should go for teacher this that it's not even the only one that made mention of that but i mean they're all jokers yeah like they're just <laughs> they're just kidding themselves in it because we all know that teacher is not going anywhere and any owner who comes into even remotely try and say um he wants to sack teacher or something <laughs> trust me the fans are going to <laughs> 
they're going to protest in in mass, like <laughs> in mass, not even not even a small part of the of the um fan, you know, fan um fan base. Fan base, yeah, fan base is going to like take it lightly. So yeah, I mean that's never happening there. Just we just leave them to say whatever they want to say in it, and by the end of the day, just hope that we yeah, we just hope that we you know get over all this um distraction and you know buying of the club and selling of the club or what or what's not and you know we move forward as a as a club yeah i mean i think any new manager that will come should just treat to kill like how city treated uh pep so that he can stay for long because to kill will be our savior for long yeah yeah that's yeah that's another thing yeah i mean i i I read a tweet somewhere where someone was saying that um this the new guys that are coming in that um you know their public relation officers are coming out to say they will build a new stadium they will um i don't know they will put fans in charge of like they'll put a fan in the board <laughs> that's um that's this guy what's his name nick yeah Candy. Nick, nick Candy. yeah yeah nick yeah, Candy. They basically the 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 person in the tweets was like saying they are not even saying the main thing that Chelsea fans want to see. <laughs> no, one of, one of them is going is coming in and saying, "I will back the manager. We'll buy the best players in the world." Or you know, you get that kind of thing. No, none of yeah. them is even coming in to say like he's going to do what the Chelsea fans actually want, which is actually backing Thomas Thomas Tuchel and you know giving him what he wants, which is like I mean the main thing if we want to actually move this football club forward if we're being honest. Yeah, I feel Tuchel deserves a, a proper transfer window. Yeah. yeah, of course, absolutely. He hundred percent deserves it. He hundred percent does. Yeah. yeah, but the reason I, the reason I'm bringing up the sanctions and whatever is because I'm going with the flow of how the day happened. Like I know, yeah, yeah. before the Norwich game, there was so many political outcry. You know, I think that week especially, but that particular day. I think the match was on Thursday. So after the match, we won. That's why everything we keep winning. But after the match, before the <laughs> match, I heard that three, the company um to three want to uh, what do you call it, take away their sponsorship from Chelsea, suspend their sponsorship from Chelsea. They yeah, they suspended it, yes. I'm just going with the flow of how everything happened. But I'm coming into the Newcastle match very soon. But okay, Manuel, what do you think? Um what do you what can you say? Well, to go. Yeah, about Tuku, about like Manu. This is why I don't like Manu. I don't know why Manu be looking for our own manager. Like, go and look for your own manager. Why are they looking for a ready-made solution? No, the time, the time no the, uh, Ralph was coming, they were like, oh, Tuku's father, Tuku's mentor, Tuku's teacher, he's <laughs> better than Tuku and Pep. And now the man yeah. has come. You yeah. realize, okay, he's nowhere near Tuku. So you are trying to put, because, you see, that's what they say in life, eh? When you are progressing, no one will come to help you. But when you are in need, like you are in, let me say, in pains, yeah, that's where people will come deceiving you, trying to like uh, deceive, like manipulate your mind to convince you to do something that you are not willing to do. That's what Manchester United is trying to do. So yeah. me, I don't blame it because it's something that is about life, and like I know it exists, but it depends on the person to change his mind. And Tico is not ready to do that. He loves Chelsea. He loves Chelsea. He loves Chelsea. Like, yeah. the man, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. Like, he's in love with Chelsea. Like, <laughs> look at, he has stayed in uh, PSG for so many years and, like, he couldn't win Champions League. But came to Chelsea, win Champions League, Super Cup, and Club World Cup, Charlie. No one will leave this team. Like, no one would like to leave this team with the yeah. amazing talent of guys um, that they have there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, just to um sorry before you do that, just just to add yeah, just to add to um what um 
Manuel was saying. Yeah, what Manuel was saying. Um, you know, like I said, this all this um stuff that coming out saying uh Manchester United are going after the Joel and this and that. Um, I, I mean, I can 100% tell you that it's all lies because, you know, when I first started, I was saying, I was talking about um, UK media, like when they see an opportunity, they they go after it, like they go after that opportunity to portray as much lies as possible, like what they know that we give, we give them clicks, like we give them, you know, people, we give them attention and that kind of thing. That is what they will go after. They know that Tuchel is a top class manager. They know that Chelsea, we are in a bit of uncertainty as of now. So they know that obviously when they put such out like such news out, they know for one, Manchester United fans will absolutely love <laughs> love the idea of you know getting to Chelsea as their next manager. And they also know that there are some Chelsea fans that just you know um believe whatever they see online and you know they they want to you know um click the link and you know see what what the article is about or that kind of stuff. So Basically, I I wouldn't. I'm not the kind of person that just when I see something online, I I just automatically believe that okay, this is true. And yeah. Manchester United are actually you know making an attempt to sign Tuchel because, let's be honest, if they even make an attempt, I just believe it's going to be an a pointless attempt because <laughs> Tuchel is never going to downgrade to 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 Manchester United. <laughs> so so yeah, basically, and and um yeah, I also wanted to say um. If you can remember, they also they also brought this news out about um Rich James, Rich James going to Manchester City and that kind of stuff. I mean, stories like this is what makes you know that they are just um trying to you know grab this opportunity of uncertainty and bring out lot of like fake news and you know just spread rumors that that just aren't that just are not true. Manuel, Manuel, what do you think about uh, the time? Do you think Lukaku is getting Tammy Abraham's treatment? Like, you know how Tammy Abraham was always on the bench before he left Chelsea? Do you think Lukaku is getting the same treatment? You see, there is something about this thing. Like, you <laughs> need someone to deliver. This is a football match where, like, a football team where you need results. Like, not to depend on one player, like, to depend on just one person, to favor just one person. It's not like that. It's a football match. Like, Premier League is not any other league to. You need points like to survive in the top four, yeah. and you already have someone up front providing you that result that you need. So I don't think it would be advisable going to bring someone that like you need that. Okay, this person has to adopt to the goal scoring, like he has to score goals because of his price tag. Kai Havertz also has a, a high what price tag. So if he's delivering it, why not? We just, we need a result, so we need him. It should be there. I yes, agree, I agree. I agree. So I don't think like Tuchel need to do any turnover to Lukaku. Like anytime we need Lukaku, we can bring him on. But I don't think Kai Havertz should be benched for Lukaku. No, I won't be happy with that. Yeah, of course not. But I mean, like um, the thing is that this whole Lukaku issue. I mean, from the get go, I think the main problem was that the scouting, like the scouting of Chelsea for like the past, I don't know, three years or thereabouts has actually been bad. Let's not lie to ourselves. Uh, but this actually, Lukaku wasn't signed by Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the scouting. That's what I'm saying. They they go for, they just go for the names. They go for the players that they, they see that they are performing probably in their league or something like that. And you know, For example, take, take a look at um the signing of Werner. Like just because he was scoring goals in Bundesliga, I'm very sure I'm I'm sorry to tell you that's the only reason why they went for Tom um what's his name again? Timo Wena because 
we needed a striker and you know they found they found the is goal scoring <laughs> striker for that season and ju- and they just went for him they didn't even consider the fact whether does this guy actually fit in the chelsea style does he fit in how we want to play does it does he fit in you know the premier league is he a player that will come to the premier league and actually thrive you know so they didn't consider all these things so i mean to me i feel that's what is also affecting um Romelu Lukaku right now because um is is not that he's not a good player he's a very good player I mean left to me if you ask me I'll actually tell you he's a he's a world class striker so but yeah he's not just it just doesn't fit into Thomas Tuchel's plans like you can see him today the way we play yeah it doesn't fit <laughs> in he doesn't it doesn't it doesn't drop deep like um where Avas does he cannot even his his back to goal like play with his back to goal is is I mean. He's struggling with it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not, it's not the kind of yeah, it's not really the kind of striker that we needed. But um and yeah, another point I wanted to make is that um it's actually a good thing now that um the the owner that invested in Roman Lukaku is actually leaving. So yeah. I mean I believe that's the <laughs> I, I'm I'm of the belief that that's even the more reason why we are seeing Lukaku on the bench for like four games or five games in a row now because I'm winning, you know, I'm winning all the games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because there's nobody putting pressure on on Thomas Tuchel that this guy is a hundred million signing. Like, why would you be putting a hundred million <laughs> signing that I I put down my money for? You know, you know something. You know something. Even if you sign him for that high amount of money and like he's not performing, and you have someone who is performing. So why will you keep pressuring the manager to go for someone who's not performing? The you know how the board is. The board are very yeah. Stupid. That's because it's not your money. That's why you're talking that way. If you <laughs> if you drop if you drop hundred billion, like hundred million pounds. No. So so let me ask you. Let me ask you. You want me to play someone who is not scoring goals for you just because like you've used a high amount of money to go and sign <laughs> the player? Well, you will want to. So you keep you keep using the player now. You are relegated. Who will you blame? Plus, you have someone who's on the bench. No, Manuel, Manuel, the thing is that, the thing is that you will want to, how will I put it, you want to try your best as much as possible to, like, to get, get the best, best out of the players. Player. Yeah, yeah, that's one. True, let's not forget, like, it's not like Chelsea were losing games or anything. It's, it's just that, I don't know, we're not just playing, you know, up to standard or that kind of thing, you know, because I think, if I can remember well, we were actually, like, barely winning we're winning like maybe one nil two one or, or stuff like that because um, with, Lu- with um, Lukaku right yeah yeah with Lukaku yeah yeah okay. with Lukaku mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, am I wrong I, no yeah right, exactly. right I just I just wanted to make sure that you meant with Lukaku yeah no it's with, it's with Lukaku I'm saying so it's not like um, it's not like he was um, he was costing us points but at the same time it's not like he was really 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 costing us points so yeah it's not like we're losing so obviously i'm sure roman or marina or whoever it is that was in charge of the old transfer they will like you know i've been pressuring to show that it's not going all that bad yet so just keep on <laughs> playing him keep on playing him and let's hope that he will you know come good and let's also not forget when he came back from um injury and he had covid and all that during yeah. the beginning of this year he scored um was it not two goals in two games or something like that and yeah he did yeah brighton and um aston villa and aston villa although we know you we all know he loves scoring against aston villa but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was looking like you know he was you know coming good and you know becoming the striker that we actually said but i mean it is what it is i'm I'm just of the belief that um, 
this season is over for Lukaku, but <laughs> probably next season, let's just I don't know, keep him around and let's just try and see if you know we can we can um start again afresh from next season because as well as um I also believe that next season we're not going to be playing with a back three. I think um Tuchel is going to ditch the back three this season, like after the season. And I believe we should like we should be ready to move into a probably a four two 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 or something like you know that um Tuchel has experimented already on this season where um where Ziek plays on the right hand flank and you know he cuts in and gives all those um his left footed crosses and, and yeah, and, and Lukaku and Avar probably playing as the two strikers. I mean, left to me, that's what I would probably love to see next season. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I I would just say let's just go with whatever the child wants and let's just see how it goes. But about the giving Tamir Abraham um treatment, I I sincerely don't believe it will be that easy to uh to well uh, uh what they pull it like to sell to sell Lukaku because. His wages are very high. That's one and two. <laughs> there's no, there's no club on in this earth that will give you hundred million for Lukaku right now. In fact, I don't, I don't think there's any club that will pay even up to seventy million for Lukaku. So I mean, I just believe we are stuck with him for the foreseeable future. So yeah, that's just it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I also agree with you. Who was the man of the match? A moment of the match in the Newcastle match. The Newcastle match. Okay, I'll say the moment of the match, like I, I quite I enjoyed a lot of moments. But I think the control in which Kai Havertz was able to receive the ball and like he scored, it was amazing. And yeah, I, I celebrated that goal so much. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I, I don't know, I just lost my mind when he scored. Like it was incredible. You alone, bro. I'm telling you, that's like basically the goal of the month because the pass, the pass was like to perfection and then the. Yeah. the Troll and oh no, I mean, nah, that, that goal was, was something that was man. <laughs> so, Tommy, Tommy, do you think yeah. uh, Kai Havertz can win player of the month? Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, he's on form right now, but I believe so, yeah. I believe he's yeah, the okay. one we make right now, like he's ahead in the voting on um, the Chelsea website. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Judah, what was the moment of the match for you? A man of the match. Yeah, so um, for me, I mean, I would have gone with the Kavad's goal and the assist, but I mean, since you guys already mentioned that, um, I would say the moment of the match for me was actually the um, um foul by Chaloba because, in all honesty, <laughs> that was a penalty for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, let's be fair, man. I, I don't know how he <laughs> looked at that and, and, I don't know, decided that <laughs> that's the penalty. I, yeah. I just believe probably someone somewhere up there is, is actually <laughs> actually in favor of us today because that was a clear penalty, like as clear as, as day and night. But, yeah, yeah so yeah. I believe that was the standard moment for me because... If that had been a penalty and they scored, I promise you the game would have ended one nil and would have lost. So yeah, so basically yeah, because so basically that was like the standard moment for me. Like when I was watching it, I was, I was like, "What? How is this not a penalty?" <laughs> so yeah. So, so who was man of the match for you then? Um, man of the match. Um, mm-hmm. I would. I mean, in all honesty, I have to say it's Rudiger. I mean, mm. my. 
Now guys, now that guy's the beast. Like, <laughs> really, guys, something else, man. Like, nah, you should, they should give that guy a five-year contract if possible. Like, that guy was something else. I mean, from the crossfield passes he was giving, the runs from defense to attack, like, he was literally everywhere on that left-hand flank today. I mean, when the lineup for the game came out and I, and I saw that left-hand flank, I saw Werner and what's his name, um, Malangsa, I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, nah, this is this is all going to be ridiculous today. And it was exactly say it was the one doing everything on that left flank. I mean, it basically turned into a winger for just for Wena. Like, I mean, Wena ghosted throughout the game. So yeah, I mean, Rudiger really, really deserves it. Like, I forget the fact that um, Avatar scored a wonderful goal and won us the game and that kind of stuff. But Rudiger was immense from like minutes one to the end. So yeah, for me, yeah, he should be the man of the match. Right. Um, Manuel, who was your man of the match? My man of the match. We'll definitely go to Kai Havertz. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Jorginho's pass was really good. Dude. Like, nobody's talking about Jorginho's pass. But if you give a pass and there's no one to convert it into the goal, <laughs> you get it. True, yeah, true, true, so, true. So Kai Havertz. Fair shout out to um, N'Golo Kante. N'Golo yeah. Kante was everywhere as well on the page today. Like, First half, he was, I don't know, a bit shaky. Like, not really, he didn't really, really get himself into the game. So, but mm-hmm. second half, man, he really, really bowled. Like, he was driving into space. He was, you know, giving pass. He was, I don't know if you can remember the turn that he did, like the dream boy he did. It was incredible, yeah. Yeah, yeah you remember. Yeah. So, so, yeah, he had a very, 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 very excellent second half. Like, yes. Gulkati is, I mean, fair, fair, fair shots to him as well. Yeah, but Manuel, um, what do you have to say about the Newcastle match? Because people are saying that the match is boring, the match is this, but me, I didn't find it boring. I thought it was a new start of a new rivalry. So no, it wasn't boring. It wasn't boring for me. For me, I was even like I was, I was scared like we might end up losing at the end, but it yeah. wasn't so. It wasn't so. So like it was a good game. It was a good game. I would I would say for the Chelsea players they will take it like okay this is like a new fight that will force so it's, it's in the mind next time we go we go in stronger than this yeah so I don't think it was a boring game for people saying that the game was boring I actually don't believe it was a boring game I don't know I I enjoyed the game it was I mean both teams were going at each at each other so I mean it was a lively game but yeah so I'm happy that we got the win at the end because that's all that matters. That's all that matters, yeah. So, what do you think the Messi Mount? Do you think the Messi Mount protection is valid? Because I people protect Messi Mount so much, he's immune to criticism. What do you think is valid? They protect him, <laughs> like they don't want people to like criticize him or. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you, like I mean, everywhere you go, like I mean, if you think about he, like he look at today, he had a very like. I would say he had a bad game. Not very bad, but he had a bad game. You get poor. No, he had a very bad game. He had a very bad game. Let's, let's, see, not, let's not lie to ourselves. As a, as a player growing up, like playing professional football, you have to go through all this. Even Messi starting his football career, I'm sure he went through all this. They have bad game and good game. So there is something that we, the fans, have to see here. It's not every day that will work. Be your day, you get it. So, if you are expecting something like uh, you're expecting some performance from a player and you couldn't get it, okay, accept it. This is not his day. 
as far as they were able to bring someone on to come and fold that, this thing that you were expecting, you have to be cool with it since you didn't lose. Yeah, so I think every player can be criticized by Charlie. Mm-hmm. As a fan, you have to minimize mm-hmm. how you criticize your player. Because <laughs> when you lose when you lose that player, when yeah. you lose that player, maybe you are not going to you can't be able to replace him. You may bring in another shitty player. Does this apply to Lukaku? You see, you see, for for Lukaku, you see for Lukaku, as Lukaku came in, we the fans or we fell in love with him. And like we loved Lukaku, we were like backing him to deliver for us. Yeah. But you see, there is something in this world where, like when you hate someone so much, mm. the person will forgive you. But that hurt that the person gave you at first, you are not going to get it again. Oh. So I think that is how that is what is happening with Lukaku yeah. right now. He yeah. break our hearts while we leave you guys at an interview. Let me come to Judah. Judah, do you think Messi Mount? Do you think the protection for Messi Mount is valid? I mean, Manuel gave a very good point, but I want to know your own opinion. What do you think? Yeah, in my opinion. I- I mean, first of all, one thing you have to understand is that um, Messi Mount is English, like is a is an English player, and most of most of Chelsea's um, fans are actually English as well. So I mean, <laughs> they do want to protect him and all that, but at the same time, there are people that you know uh, rate Messi Mount, and there are those that don't rate him at all, and then there are like me that just believe i don't know it's just i mean it's just average like it's just there it's not it's not it's not all that's good and it's not all that bad either so but yeah but for the question um sometimes it's valid and sometimes it's not valid for like today's game i mean i think it was pretty clear for everyone to see that he had a bad game today and and to even add salt to injury, he was actually playing in his so-called favorite position, which is as a eight, as an attacking yeah. eight, because that's why he played today, you know. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like like uh, Manuel said, there are days, you know, that players are, are rumors as well. You know, they have their good games and they have their bad games. So it's and I mean, if a player has a bad game, we have every right to say that yes, you had a bad game and you just have to come off. So um, the same same way we also have a right to praise you when you do well. So I mean that's just it. That's that's football. That's that's what football is all about. I don't think I have us to be getting criticized anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> of, course yeah. not. of course not. Everybody is jumping on every, on the see, um, that that's another point like I want to make about um Chelsea fan base as a whole. We are so so reactionary, like Chelsea fans are the most reactionary fans out <laughs> world like once the player is doing bad everybody is slating him and criticizing him but once that player starts performing oh god i promise you everybody will be like i have as this world class this world class that it's just like ziek when ziek was not performing well everybody was slating him and saying why is ziek starting why is ziek this why is ziek that but once he started getting a run of game and he was actually playing well everybody started jumping back on the ziek bandwagon and saying you know this is that is our best attacker is so yeah that's just Chelsea fans for you man but I mean inevitably there are some players that you see and you just know that nah these guys are not good enough and they should not be playing for Chelsea Football Club but I don't believe Messi Mount I don't believe Messi Mount is one of them so yeah yeah it deserves I wanted to say something that like me as a Chelsea fan to be honest here I never doubted this guy uh, Ziyech and Kai Habert do you know Mm -hmm. why because I know how they play. Like, I know how uh, Ziyech plays and I know how Kai Havert plays when they are in their form. And I accepted it that they are in a new league. You get it. 
you can see that in the Premier League, when a player joins a smaller club, like uh, like excuse me to say that when they join a smaller club, like a mid like a bottom club like that, when a player joins them, they perform better than you going for a player to come to the world the top clubs in the Premier League. So that's how I see it. And like, I never doubted them. I know surely, surely, these guys will come on, like they will perform on their, their. For both of them, it was like, the quality was glaring. Like it was clear to see that these players actually, like they have that quality, you know, they have that potential in them to like, you know, bring on, like do the magic or do something, you know, wonderful, you know, like just, just like that. But for <laughs> for a player like Timo Vena, he, he can't I'll even just go past, to him. He can't yeah, he can't even go past one player. So and he can't even control the ball. Like today's game there was a there was a true, true ball from um, I've forgotten who who, who gets the pass now. Yeah, it was Chris Tessin. Thank you. Yeah, so it was Chris Tessin. And this man literally tried to control the ball with his knee. Like with his knee. <laughs> what <laughs> professional footballer does not know that when you try to control the ball with the knee, it's go too forward to the keeper like i mean no nah, i mean i'm tired of that man like i'm tired of that player. so for me i feel like yeah. i still have i still have love for vena you understand but mm-hmm. i'm so interested i even i was like you i feel like vena is kind of player to miss torres golden chance in in camp new he gets or the kai Havas chance today i don't think i don't think um vena will take that kai Havas chance today bro so. bro see Venus first <laughs> you'll be picking you'll be picking the ball in your goal kick or or probably <laughs> you'll be offside you will be offside <laughs> Timo Vena will be offside that's just the thing you might score that and celebrate and all that but only for you to find out that he was offside so that's just who Vena is as a player he just doesn't have I'm, I mean I'm sorry to say he just doesn't have that quality to be a Chelsea a Chelsea player and we just have to put all um, sentiments and sympathy or or stuff like uh, he, he fights for the for the badge he's, he's, um, he's this is that and you know just let him go in the summer to be fair yeah so how do you see the Lille match going on Wednesday yeah Lille it's a win for us like I can't mm. see anything but we go into that that game like we already have a win already so do you think Lukaku starts I'm not really yeah. sure he has starts because he has starts now. Havertz has played so many games now. He has starts. Yeah, no, not no. It's not even about um. It's not even about Havertz playing too many games or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a, if it's Man City we played, you can't tell me that <laughs> Havertz has been playing too many games. So Lukaku should. Yeah, there is something that we have to be clear here. You see how uh, this guy Kai Havertz is performing. No manager would say they are benching him for a while. No, 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 Manuel, Manuel, the, the thing is that, sorry, just, uh, like, I was trying to make a point, like, the thing is that, like you said, we already won this game, I think first leg was, was it not 3-0 three, three or was it 2-0 or something like that, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, so the tie is already, I mean, as good as over, so why not, you know, give a player, like, why not give a player like, like Lukaku, you know, the chance to, you know, come in and lead the line, and let's just give if he has learned from, you know, Watching, watching Avat's play and, you know, seeing the way Avat links up and, you know, does his thing. So, if he has picked up one or two and if he can, you know, be of usefulness to the team going forward. So, <laughs> I mean, for me, I believe, I genuinely believe Lukaku should start and Avat should, like, probably maybe be on the bench or, if possible, they can play together. I don't know. Judah? Yeah? Can I, can I ask you guys this question? Uh, Ronaldo and Messi. As they were coming up, like, to be professional footballers, top footballers, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. As they were performing coming up, have you ever seen a manager dropping them for a game? Of course, of course. The, the, are you trying to tell me they played every game? <laughs> every game? No, in, in as, as they were coming up, like, as they were coming up. Because as, as a manager, if you really want a top, top footballer, like, you need, before you can be consistent, you have to be playing every day. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand, like, there's need for consistency and, you know, run of games and, you know, like, getting into the groove and that kind of thing. But I assure you, Kavats has played how many games now? I think um seven games and has scored six goals. So that is that is a, a player that is very much high on confidence. And <laughs> you can't tell me that resting him for one game is going to take that confidence away, or is going to take that reading away, or is going to, you know, take that feeling that he has away already. So I mean, all we are saying is that Lukaku, I'm I'm not saying he deserves he deserves to start or anything, but at least he should be able to start the little game and, and, and actually do well for himself. Uh, hopefully, like, hopefully he does well for himself. But Avas should probably be a sub, maybe in the second half or something. But Avas starting, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I, I want to see Avas starting, to be sincere, because anything can happen. Because it's the same way um, we overused um, Rhys James and Benchua and look at where we are now. So... Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um. Yeah. So speaking of Rhys James and Ben Chilwell, I just wanted to say, today's game, today's game also um proved how how badly we we rely on our wing backs because Malangsa was nowhere to be found on the overlap. Like, <laughs> I wanted Saul instead. Yeah, it didn't provide any form of wit whatsoever, and like. <laughs> Thomas Tuchel was absolutely annoyed and <laughs> and and you know um, shouting at him and doing everything. But I mean, I don't really blame him because he's a centre back, so you don't expect him to you know be 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 used to going forward and you know making spaces or or, or providing himself for attack. So, but basically, my point is like we rely so much on our wing backs, and today's game is just another one of numerous games that actually showed that. We are really, really missing Benchwell and Rich James. I yeah. hope they can come. I hope Rich James can come back soon because we need to. Push. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, Tuchel, Tuchel said in his in his interview that um it should be fit for Lille. So, but I I don't start though. But maybe we'll like come on as a sub or something. So yeah. yeah. I mean the the FA Cup match is arguably more important right now. But um uh, it leads me to my next question, Judah. So in the quarterfinal, we don't know. Obviously, we don't know who. We know our our round is this week, this coming week weekday. But as you considering all the teams we have, I Benfica and Ajax are inside. Uh, let me just have a look at the others. But we have Manu, Atletico Madrid, and um, I can't remember the other. Okay, so among all the teams that are staying in the okay, um, it has to be Benfica then. If that's if that's the case, <laughs> Benfica or Ajax? Yeah. Mm. Ajax will actually be a, a tricky tie because they have actually got a very good coach in Ten Hag. They are also playing well. They are doing well this season. So, um, I know we'll still beat them, but I mean, I will probably, you know, <laughs> prefer to avoid <laughs> avoid that sort of um, 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 fixture and just go for the easier one, which is Benfica. Or I also believe, I specifically, I also believe we should be able to beat Real Madrid if we get Real Madrid because... 
if you watch the Real Madrid PSG game, they actually didn't, to be sincere, they actually didn't play well for like 60 minutes. They didn't play well until until the so-called best goalkeeper in the world did, <laughs> did the mistake that he, he made and, you know, gave them the momentum and the, you know, the Santiago Bernabeu um, um, fans, you know, got their, they got their mojo back and, you know, pressurized PSG into losing the lead. So, I didn't. I don't believe they played well at all. So I still believe they are that a team we should we should be able to you know beat comfortably. So I will probably go with Benfica or or Real Madrid to be fair. Benfica or Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to assume by Benfica you mean either Benfica, Ajax, or Real Madrid. No problem, Mano. Yeah. So you know this week is Champions League um Champions League round of sixteen. So assuming that we beat Lille, who who I expect who would you like us to get in the quarterfinal? For me, there is still I would say like you guys won't agree with me, but see Chelsea is a top class team and like we don't care the team we are going to meet. You get it. Any team we meet, like we'll try and knock them out. You get it. So for me, I want us to meet Bayern so that like you see the what? Perfect opponent. What? Perfect opponent. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm listening. Uh-huh. You see the toughest opponents. Yeah, I want them. I want us to meet them so that we can. But you know, we don't have wing backs anymore. We don't have wing backs yeah, anymore. Exactly. So it's risky. I think it's forgetting. We don't that have. Part. We don't have. We don't have wing backs. You see, right now, I don't think we are playing without them, and we are winning, and we are playing like correct football. Let me see that. Look at, look at Chelsea, uh, Liverpool. We play very well. Yeah, really. like we should win that much. So that should give you the confidence that okay, even without them, we meet them. We are going to bring them. For me, but, any team that will get here, I think Chelsea is ready to knock them out. But you know what? I agree to a certain level, but I want to say that I'd rather have them in the semi-final. And exactly. in the quarterfinal, I want like I want an Ajax or a Benfica. But it looks like we get the way it's looking, I won't be surprised if we get Madrid. The way it's looking. But I want, or I don't want to live up, but the way it's looking. To be honest, yeah, I believe, I just believe that we're going to get Madrid. And that's why I said Madrid or Ajax, because I believe if we get Madrid, we are very, 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 very 100% capable of beating Real Madrid. Like, if all goes well, like, even mm-hmm. without Reese James or, you know, or whatever, we, we are capable of beating Real Madrid. But, um, you made mention of you don't want Liverpool, bro. Why don't you want Liverpool? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't want them yet. I can have them in the semi final final. I don't want them yet. I want it to be that crunch moment. No, 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 no. I need to beat Liverpool if we get them because they are not, um, they've not, it's not like they've been playing all that well. Salah has not really been on it on, on form this year, so he has not really been formed this year. So, I mean. I, I would go with Liverpool as well any time of the day. I, I mean, we are up for the fight if it's Liverpool. So, yeah. Basically, like um, like Manuel said, we are a top-class team and we should be able to beat any of those clubs if we are being fair. But I believe they should just keep the best for the last. Like those Bayern Munich and Man City, just <laughs> keep them away from Chelsea too. Maybe do, you think we can, do you think we can beat Man City? Manchester have done the double on us. I'm afraid to meet Manchester. Right bro, bro, to be sincere with you, to be sincere with you, mm-hmm. if I were to want to meet Man City in in the Champions League, I would say they should keep them to the final. When <laughs> when I know that when I know that there's nothing like first leg or second leg, and I know that yeah. 
everything is like on that game and <laughs> and Rudiger will be in, in his full beast mode and I <laughs> know that we are going to that field to like literally die there. Like we are going there like into mean business, you know, because um I remember um Lukaku said something about like that last year's final when we played um Man City. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you want to say. I know what you want to say. Yeah, exactly. It could, it could see the concentration and you know the some the, the determination in the in the yeah. Chelsea playing phase. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's that's the only kind of thing that will make us be able to beat Man City right now. To be sincere with you, because those guys are a well-oiled machine. Like they are a very good thing. And yeah, I, I agree. You, I agree. I, I want to be honest. I want. Um, is you know Pep has left um what do you call this place? He has left Bayern Munich for over six years now, or yeah. since twenty sixteen. So for me, I want to have Pep against Bayern his former team. Right. Yeah, that's what I want. It's been too long. We we need to have it. We we're very close to having it two to years be, ago, but we, too, we need to have it now. If possible, uh, if possible, I just want like they should pair Manchester with any club that can literally <laughs> just beat them. Like just <laughs> I don't know by hook or by crook, by I don't know whatever way <laughs> they want to do it. They should just eliminate Manchester. And I know that yes, we are fully on for like doing the winning the Champions League again because I actually believe it's something we can do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I believe, I believe Thomas, Thomas Tuchel's team, he sets up his team in a way that they they thrive over, you know, um, cup games. Like, you know, they, they they actually perform well in cup games. So I believe we can actually go ahead to win the Champions League again this season. If if all goes well. Hopefully, our main obstacle, if you ask me, in the long run, is going to be Man City. That's that's. Yeah. Now I won't mind a semi. I won't mind the semi final with Liverpool, but not now. I want to save it for the semi final. But then again, it leads me to ask. It leads me to ask this question. Okay, Mano. I don't know. Did you watch the Champions League games this week? La- yeah, this week that just passed. Like all Liverpool, Inter, Madrid, PSG. Did you watch them? Yes. Yes. You did. Okay. I didn't really watch any of them, but I just watched the highlights. Okay, okay, yeah, that's good enough. I just want to ask, not only in the round of 16, right? Which was your favorite goal? Just one. Round of 16. Okay, I think this guy, Laturo's goal against... Uh, Liverpool, right? Yeah. yeah, that was a good goal. That was a very good goal. It was a very nice. Judah, which was your favorite goal in the round of 16? So far, so far, so far. Yeah, yeah, my favorite goal has to be Benzema's trick, like his third goal. Oh, yeah, that third goal was really good. <laughs> I mean, it's third goal, like, yeah, sorry, it encapsulates everything like that a striker should be, like, he had that striker instinct, instinct and, like, he knew, like, as soon as he saw the ball coming, he already knew what he wanted to do with the ball, yeah, and he already yeah. knew where the keeper was, where he wanted to put the ball, I mean, nah, that was a, it's a very, very underrated goal, if you ask me, I mean, and yeah, I would think that was, like, the first goal of the round of 16 for me. I agree, I agree. Manuel, I wanted to ask if this no, this is not about Champions League, but I just want to ask this thing. Yeah. The first goal against uh-huh. um, against PSG. Don't you uh-huh. think it's a foul ball against Donnarumma? <laughs> I tweeted about it now. I said I think in Premier League it's a foul, but in Champions League I'm happy they let it be because if if imagine for the foul now PSG will still be in the competition. No, actually it's the opposite. In in Premier League I don't think that will be given as a foul. Nah, it, it in other leagues it will be given as a foul, but in Premier League they probably won't give it as a foul because Premier League is all about you know um 
physicality and all this and that and you know saying that every challenge is fair and that's one and two with the <laughs> with the bad officiating we've been seeing in the Premier League of recent. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they would have given that as a foul. So yeah, I mean in other leagues it probably would be a foul, but in Premier League I don't think so. As a goalkeeper, you know how they much they yeah, protect their goalkeepers. So yeah, no, and another thing is that I don't, I don't really have much sympathy for him because he kind of, <laughs> he kind of brought it upon himself because why couldn't he just kick the ball away? He just wanted to. I don't know. I don't know what was going through his head, and he literally <laughs> opened up his body like he opened up his body, and you know, he was like waiting for the 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 challenge or the, you know the tackle or something. So. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 the one to blame. So <laughs> so it's good that you counted it though because they are out of the, of the competition. So yeah, yeah, I agree, Mano. Yeah, do you think it was a foul? I mean, I think it was a foul. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. But like I yeah. said, and like Judah said as well, he he cost it himself. But Mano, let me ask you this question: How much blame do you think the board, the Chelsea board, deserve? For the lack of title challenge, for the lack of our title challenge, how much blame do you think they deserve? For me, I think like maybe it's because they are not getting. You see, every manager knows the, the kind of player they want. That any mm-hmm. player that will fit their system. So I think to kill needs some like they should back him. Like if really we want to be competitive for every trophy, like every year, like to be in a like Man City, yeah, Man City. They have to give Chico time and back him with the players that you want, like how they did for uh, Pep at City. Yeah. So I think that would be a perfect idea for the board to do. Like they shouldn't say we are spent. You, you spend more money for you, like you invest more to get to gain more, like to harvest more. If you invest more, you harvest more. So I think to back him and Chico won't be like. I don't think Chico will be a manager that would go for a higher, high this thing. Money rated like players. I don't think Tuko will do that because he's a tactician. Like he just needs some little, some little uh, like good player to get what he wants. So yeah, I think I mean, the board has the board have to support him. Yes, even without the players, you need Kra. He's delivering. So how more if you get in the players you want? I agree. I mean, look at it today. We have Kennedy, but he still played Malangsa and he played Saul there. So just to tell you how much. But you're right, you're right. Let me ask um Judah. Um, I'm not really sure I, I agree with this um idea of the board not backing Tuchel or anything like that. Because if we can remember well, beginning of the season, they actually wanted to sign Kunde and I don't know, for some reason or the other, the deal fell through and you know they couldn't complete the deal and all that. And then they went on to sign a hundred million striker in Romelu Lukaku. So you can't tell me that that's not the board back in Tuchel. And yeah, you know, come on, man. Is, the, come the on, man. Is, the the, the Tuchel, Tuchel didn't ask for Tuchel didn't ask for uh, Romelu. No, no, but he basically asked for a striker, isn't it? He asked for a striker, and they gave him Lukaku. I'm not, I I don't know if probably behind the scenes, he, I'm very sure Tuchel is not the kind of person that will say. I don't want this player or I don't want this. He will tell you what he needs and then it's up to the board, you know, to like bring in a player in that position or something. I'm very sure he told them he needed a striker and he told them he probably needed a, a defender of which is why they were trying to go for Kunde. But 
Sevilla didn't, I don't know, they didn't, for reasons best not to them, they didn't, you know, let the deal go through. And then it was not also possible for us to get a midfielder because the midfielder, according to what media is saying that Thomas Tuchel wants, is um, Declan Rice. And we all know there was no way West Ham were going to sell Declan Rice to Chelsea during the summer, like during this last summer, if if we didn't drop, I don't know, an extra vigorous amount or something. So I just believe like for the summer, the, the board did, you know, they did, um, should I say they did their best like as much as possible to back to Kel. then for for january transfer window the only criticism i have for them is the fact that they didn't get a left back like you know a left wing back or a left they back got, or they got kennedy didn't they? Well, they got kennedy you know, the thing is that the thing like i want you guys to understand is that at the same time Tuchel was not he didn't really really complain because I can remember him saying that he will work with with whatever he's got. This, that, that. Um, the club, the club are looking for you know options in the in the transfer market, and that if they cannot find a solution, that is very very much happy to continue with what he's got. And I believe like he's a very honest person, so he's not going to say that if that's not what he genuinely believes. Look at now, they brought in Kennedy, and I'm very sure he's probably not the one that told them to <laughs> recall Kennedy. But they brought in Kennedy because they, they saw that okay, they couldn't get Digne who they went for, they couldn't get um which other left back where we linked linked to, but they couldn't get any of those guys. So they brought in Kennedy, and the Kennedy that they brought in now, Tuchel has not even used him for once. <laughs> so, no, he did he, against Luton, he, he did against Luton, he did. Luton is she's looting is looting like a top <laughs> top or something. And even yeah, yeah. Luton, look at the kind of disaster class the player went to drop. He did even play well. <laughs> but wait, let me let me come to Manuel. I think Manuel wanted to say something. Yeah, what I wanted to say was that uh, in regards to the Lukaku what yeah uh, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. He said it in one of his interviews that it was the board that went for he didn't ask what mm-hmm. actually the place that uh this guy was acting for was Haaland or uh Lewandowski. That's the one I forgot that please wait. Sorry just before you continue. Do we not try to sign Haaland yes or no? We tried we didn't put in enough effort. Bro yes. it's not that we didn't put in enough effort. We tried to sign him we tried to sign him but the agent agent was saying yeah. The agent was saying for for Haaland to come to Chelsea five year, they will be like five hundred million something pounds or something. Yeah, like so that. Like, I don't that's know. So you can't tell me that you can't. So that's the thing. It, but like, look at the situation now. But that was that was that was what that was what that was what Tuko was asking for. No, chill, chill. Uh, before you go on, the fact that the board tried to get his first his first option, it's goes a long way to show you that they're actually backing him. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? If a board doesn't want to back a coach or they don't have interest in backing a coach, they will not even go for, I don't know, a top striker like Ireland, or they will not even say that, okay, their second option will be an 100 million Lukaku. They would have gone for, have you forgotten in past, in past, um, um, yeah, Anthony Conte, where, where we went for players like Andy Carroll were linked to, <laughs> were linked to players like Andy Carroll were linked to Peter Crouch. <laughs> Peter Crouch yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, were linked to players like, you know, um, Benteke and the likes. So, that is, that is you know, that is obvious that, okay, this one, the board is clearly not backing this manager. But this one, it's also obvious because all our targets during the summer were players like Chouameni, um, Declarise, Kunde, 
Aland and Lukaku, of which among all of them, the only one that we were po- that was possible for us to get was Lukaku. And I mean, it is what it is. At the time when Lukaku came, we all of us know happy and saying, ah, Lukaku this second coming, this that, he was called. No, all of us, not me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. I wasn't really, really that hyped. But at the end of the day, it's because, it's because we have all seen the outcome now. That's why we can now come and say now and say, uh, Lukaku was not a teacher, a two-girl signing and, you know, complain and this. But, I mean, it is what it is, though. Yeah. So, sorry. sorry. Manuel, sorry to cut you off. So, yeah, continue. Uh, yeah, I have a question for you, so... Let me ask you this question. So, who do you think? What do you know about the new Chelsea owner? Because I'm, I'm, we're strongly linked to the Saudi group. And we're strongly linked with Nick Candy and Co. Other consortium, whatever you call them. Yeah. So, what do you think? What, what can you, what, what do you know about the new Chelsea owner? Okay, for me, what I know is, is the like what I know and really interested in is the is the, the Saudi media group. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you can why, see, why? like, mm-hmm. the man in front of them, Mohamed, what was, he's a Chelsea fan. I saw them today, yeah. all right? They were, they were in the game. Did you guys see them? Really? Yeah, they were there. They were there. They showed them, yeah. the camera. Those are his children. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, but actually, um, Nick, Nick Candy, I think Nick Candy too was meant to be at the game today. So he was um, there. Yeah, I, mean, I think he was there, but it, I saw him, he was there on Twitter, but they didn't really show him. But he was there. Yeah, but, yeah, Ma- yeah. but Manuel, carry on. I didn't mean to interrupt you, carry on. Yeah, you can see the impact they are trying to bring. Like they want to invest in the women and the academy, especially, and get us. And they are willing to get us our key players, like the key players mm. that we need. They are ready to give us. And I think they will do something about. Uh, uh, stadium too because like and the thing is that the reason why I love I, I would like them to come is that like you see Chelsea right now we need to invest in Chelsea like, to keep yeah. our manager and and yeah. we need someone with the cash and the love for the team and the children who mm-hmm. are Chelsea fans so just just look at this let me see Chelsea is not performing one of the kids should realize okay daddy see we need this player in our team what do you think mm-hmm. the man will do <laughs> but the, the, thing, the thing is that for me, basically, um, Saudis are never they are never um, scared of you know um, big investments. Like they are never scared of you know, putting money into something and you know like hoping that it it brings up it brings out fruit. So yeah, basically, I, I we actually prefer the Saudi media guys as well because we we know for sure that they are going to invest. So it's not that's not that's not um it's not like the Americans where people say that you know sometimes they can be stingy and you know stuff like that or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah there are people that are very <laughs> they are very generous when it comes to money. So yeah, I believe our best option right now should be the the Saudi media guys or probably the um Nick Nick Candy or what's his name but yeah Nick Candy um, yeah. I don't know I'm still, I'm still I'm still I'm still um skeptical, skeptical. about him yeah. yeah because um he's not really worth that much I mean he's mm. only a property manager in the UK like how much can mm. you be can you be no, that's why it's bringing a cost constant yeah 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 so that's the so it depends on how you know how many people you can gather together to you know make a bid together with him and and I, as well, I'm not really sure. I'm a fan of um, 
running a club together with like you know so many people who are yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's because i'm just used to the roma abramovich oh, man, yeah only him and you know he doesn't care what anybody wants to say if you are not performing well as a coach you are gone if you are not performing yeah. well as a player you are gone yeah. Yeah. but you know clubs like that run like you know with so many people they have to you know do a meeting <laughs> do this delegate on this and that and so but I just I just hope we get the best option available and you know whoever comes in you know puts the club first and you know take us to the next stage because we seriously need to like you know go to the next stage and start you know challenging more for more trophies yeah I think by the time we do the next episode we'll have a clear idea but yeah but yeah. Judah, let me ask you this question that should be after the international break hopefully yeah no, we have another one next week because we're playing. We're playing our Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Oh no, no, no! I'm saying like, I mean, having a clear idea of who who the the um, oh, owner will be according I to think what before. Media. Yeah, I think it's before international media, break. Um, according to what the media are saying, like by the end of the international break, like it should have been official and everything, and you know we should Offended. have known. Yeah, yeah, who, who did, yeah. So sorry, yeah. but yeah, let me ask you this question. Yeah, so obviously the Roman era, Manuel, I'm coming to you as well. Obviously, the Roman era sadly has come to an end. I mean, not officially, but gradually, you know. No, but it's, it's sad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, okay, I have to say that. Okay, Judah. Yeah. Who, who is your best and worst player in the Roman era? Your best mm. and worst player. In your own opinion, who is the best and worst player in the Roman <laughs> era? In your opinion, Ooh, that was oh, that was a tricky question. <laughs> uh, for the best, I I think I will have to say um, Lampard, like Frank Lampard. Mm. Like, I, I don't want to say there's no argument about that because you, of course there's argument, but now nah, I want to say it's Frank Lampard for me because the 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 stats like the statistics that that guy was dropping every season like season in season out was was yeah. crazy like at the end of this of his career he had over 100 goals and over 100 assists in the premier league alone as a midfielder like not mm. a strike as a midfielder that's to show you how <laughs> how crazy that is for all yeah. time for all time top scorers in the premier league is top five <laughs> to show you how how like the kind of stats he had. So yeah, yeah. I mean for me it has to be Fat Lapard, no doubt. But um for the worst player, oof, that's <laughs> should I give you who I told who I said um, mine was? Yeah, yeah, what did you yeah, what did you say? What did you say? Or if I say that it's kind of be patronizing, so let you say no, no, but no, I said Ross Barkley. I said Ross Barkley. I said it's a bit harsh, but I said Ross Barkley. So <laughs> I don't think I would say Ross Barkley. For me, I believe it will have to be probably a striker because okay. um, in the Roman era, we we all know like there's this kind of I don't know a cause on the number nine steps. <laughs> I don't know because mm-hmm. if, I don't know if we if we believe in causes. So yeah, there's this kind of like a cause on the number nine shirt. The only player if that comes to memory that actually performed well in the number nine shirt for Chelsea in the Roman era is Asubank. That's the only player that actually scored. Was he, are you sure he was in? He didn't. He he left. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Left, I don't know. If he started he left in after. The Roman era. Yeah, sure, yeah. He, he, he left. The Roman era, though. So yeah. yeah so maybe I the initial stage, not the. I think it's after um, Asubank left. That's when the 
number nine course, so to say, started. So <laughs> for me, I think it will have to be between um I feel it to be a bit harsh if I say Fernando Torres. <laughs> oh, that's very harsh. That's extremely harsh. I'm that's trying extremely to think harsh. What players we've had in our in our Roman era. But it's okay, don't worry. I'll come to you next week again. Don't worry. <laughs> let me come to Manuel. Uh, okay, let's let's hear Manuel's thoughts. Let, 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 let's hear Manuel's thoughts. But I Manuel. don't think I would agree to Ross Barkley though, because I I don't just think he has played um, that many games for Chelsea for you to, you know, call him like uh, he has. He has he has, he has. he has. How many apps how many apps does he have? How many at least over, I'm not sure precisely, but I'm sure he has played enough. Enough for me to determine that he's one of the worst, if not the worst. Yeah, you are sure, you are sure Timo Werner isn't worse than Ross Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going by that, that's your yeah. own opinion. Don't worry, we'll go. That's your own opinion. We'll go with that. But okay, Manuel, who do you think who's the best player for you in the Roman era and the worst player? Because last week he said you're not sure. Okay, the best they yeah, always go for. My best player. Okay, I'll go for two players here. Kante and Hazard. Mm, okay. Okay. Oh, then, the wo- <laughs> then the worst. The worst. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, I don't know why. I don't always get any, but I think this guy too is there. Uh, uh, worst. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Why did yeah. I think yeah. was Barkley? <laughs> because maybe you don't watch enough matches with Ross Barkley. No, as well, I, but... I, know I know it's bad. I know, I know, like he, he he dwells on the ball too much, and you know he does he does too much of everything and that kind of stuff. But I still don't. Think... <laughs> don't worry, we'll bring you on next week so you can we defend him better. Don't worry. William. Are you guys forgetting? William wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. William no, no. wasn't bad. He wasn't that bad. No. Yeah, I know he wasn't that bad, but he was kind of um, I don't know. He was just kind of this player that I don't know. He he wasn't good enough for Chelsea. To be fair, to be sincere <laughs> with you guys, do you know how many goals he had in his whole career as a Chelsea player? Like, but don't that, you remember that season that he carried Chelsea? Bro, that's that's season. Like I don't know why people keep referring back to that season. What is the truth now? No, most of the goals he okay. scored in that season. If you go and check, it was free kicks. Like free kicks were the kind of goals he was scoring in that season. He, had, he like, carried us. Yeah. He carried us. Can you remember what season it was? Yeah, um, 2015, 2016 season. He carried us. I'm I'm about to check his 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 stats for that for that season because mm-hmm. I'm very sure he didn't imagine he had. Sorry, yeah, I'm coming just just a minute. I'm, I'm okay. We're rounding up soon anyway. Yeah, yeah, because I'm very sure like that season is just a means. Everyone I meet, they're always like 2015, 2016 season. This character <laughs> in Premier League, he had five goals, five goals, and nine assists. Five goals. Uh, ah, for Messi months, that's a tremendous season, though. That's no. what we're saying. <laughs> Is that how about low we've dropped our bars, Chelsea fans? Is that what you is that what you guys? Okay, fair about? enough. I know he carried us. I don't think it's the one of the worst. Bro, I don't think it's one of the worst. Out of, out of those five goals, yeah, out of those five goals that like, I'm very sure, I think about three or two or so were were free kicks. So I don't now I do understand where the you know the old um idea of that William carried us, William did this, and no that. problem, no problem. 
Let me end on this. Let me end on this. Manuel, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you heard about the Lampard slander that was going around that Lampard denied uh, Abramovich. Yeah. What's your opinion on it? I didn't really get it. I was seeing tweets about it, but I, want, I wanted to get the real this thing, but I yeah. couldn't get it. Like. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked because Judah said his best, his most, his best players, Lampard, yeah, yeah. in the Roman era. I, I love Lampard too, don't get me wrong, but yeah. But okay, Judah, I mean, what do you think about that Roman situation? Yeah, yeah. The thing is that um, I I really don't blame him for what he said or what mm-hmm. people are saying he did because in essence, what he did was like um, he tried to um, distance his himself himself mm-hmm. from the old uh, Roman narrative and idea because the question like they asked him. Um, how close he, he was or something to Roman, mm-hmm. and then he mm-hmm. said that he has not like that he can count on his finger how many times he has you know seen um Abramovich face to face. And of yeah. which, yes, of course, I actually agree because even Thomas Tuchel himself, who <laughs> who won the Champions League and everything for Chelsea, I'm I'm very sure he has not seen Abramovich face to face more than three times or four times <laughs> and that's just because probably the day he came for the champions league final and also the world cup club world mm-hmm. cup final and mm-hmm. that's all I'm, I'm very sure he has probably not seen him after then so i didn't understand the old narrative where people were like why is he distancing himself why is it that mm-hmm. they have to understand that he's presently an everton manager so you don't expect him to you know come out and say that yes yeah and um Roman are best friends, this dad. <laughs> he goes to Roman's house, of which we know is obviously not true. So I don't I guess people were just, I don't know, being being reactive and you know, they probably didn't have anything to <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, don't, know, I don't I don't I really I sincerely don't see anything wrong in what he said or what he did. Because if mm. he had said anything else, then trust me, the English media would have like jumped on him and you know pounced on everything anything he said because um if you can remember well during the week john terry posted um a, yeah an of him and, and guess what one of the um mps of of you know the british parliament so was it called guess what he said it was like it was like saying that um terry's a disgrace deeds uh, as a former captain with our yz associating himself with the russian only only guard and i'm like this man is just trying to appreciate his former owner. Why would you like on why on earth would your brain go to the fact that he is trying to, you know, push an agenda for a Russian oligarch? So yeah, that's just it. And I, I really don't blame Lampard for what he said or what he did. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I agree. I don't blame him as well. Because I watched the interview and I saw yeah. I don't have anything bad to say about Lampard, but yeah. it's all right. So okay. Manuel, do you have anything to say? Okay, any Chelsea fans listening to me right now, go to Twitter and follow me, CFC Manuel. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Judah, do your promotion as well. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, I don't need any promotion, my man. That's all right. That's all right. All right. So, yeah, well, guys, um, man. Guys add, um, Arsenal actually won their game 2-0. Against yeah, Lech. we don't care about Arsenal, don't worry. We hate Arsenal <laughs> on this podcast, don't worry. We hate, we hate Arsenal, we hate Man U. Yeah, so forget yeah, about them. Us, though, so. Nah, mm-hmm. nothing like that. 
we hate we hate Arsenal until we're playing them. We'll not talk about Arsenal, don't worry. But yeah, <laughs> thanks for the update. We hate Arsenal, don't worry. But yeah, on that note, guys, thanks for listening to us. Leave us a review and a rating, most likely a review, so we could you know use your feedback and get better and stuff. But yeah, Manuel, thanks again for coming. I really appreciate you. And Judah, thanks for having you first time. Hopefully, we'll have you more. Hopefully, we'll have you some other time again. Cheers, man. Guys, thanks for listening to us and we'd love to hear from you soon. Feel free to write and say you want to join the podcast as well. It'd be nice to hear from you. Perhaps we didn't really speak your mind, you know. Perhaps we angered you with a particular opinion. So yeah, feel free to come and correct us however you want. (laughs) So guys, cheers, man. Thanks for coming and we hope to hear from you guys soon again. Mm